Hello. Please be aware that this episode has quite a lot of questionable content in it, including violence, drug use, depictions of gore, racism, really, Black Sun is a show for adults, and the discussion of it goes down some very adult roads. Just be aware heading in. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Through journey, hello, and welcome to Journey Through the DecaCast, a Comrade retrospective through the lens of Decade. Where I am, Garrett. I'm Evan. And Chris finally back. That's true. Welcome back. Uh, you got back just in time for Chris to be captured by a Gorum plot. Yeah, fucking sitting. Love my job. Thankfully, we're actually hiring more people. So. That's if, good. If they stick around. Well, yeah, that's also true. Um, but you know what happened in, in a topical thing? Uh, uh, Kamen Rider Black, the new edgy version came out. So we watched the first episode of that. It's called something like for real. Kamen Rider Black Sun. There it is. Yes. My title was better. Common Rider Black Sun, which is the new adult version remake of Common Rider Black, the second to last Showa era Common Rider. Technically correct. It gets weird because technically the last one is Black RX, which is just yeah. black but more black. Yeah, but it, it's still the it was still the one that came after it. So that's true. Um, you can watch this on Amazon Prime if you can find the secret link. Yeah, basically, um, if if you have Amazon Prime, it is streaming in North America, but you just, if you search for Kamen Rider Black Sun on Amazon Prime Video, you will not find it. You, it seems to be, like, on a weird Prime subsidiary website? Just You have, you have to, like, watch it through, like, Japanese Prime Video, and then you just turn on English subtitles. Yeah, and, and they're there, and it works. You don't even need to, like, have a, uh, uh, it's not VoIP. VPN? Yeah, you don't even need a VPN. Yeah, you don't need one of those. Uh, really, the secret is Google it, and then someone found the link, and that's how it works. Yep. Just, um, just Google, watch Common Rider Black Sun, you should be able to find it. Yeah. And yeah. it is... It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Like, I was going into this expecting some heavy stuff because, you know, we watched the first season of Amazons and this is in a similar vein. But, man. It's man. Amazons if they just, like, took it up another flight of steps. I did not expect in the first episode a straight up police murder. Not murder of a police per a policeman. Murder by the police. And then a disemboweling later. A very yeah. gruesome disemboweling that was slow and painful. Yeah, and then they talk about the police cover-up of the murder, too. Yes, because it was totally in self-defense when it is very blatant the entire time that the cop is just shooting because he's a piece of shit. Yeah. He's scared. 
yeah. of nothing. Yeah, it it's very rough to watch in current event. It is since. Yeah, it is. Mm, it is oddly topical. Yeah, I wish it wasn't oddly topical. It it it's it almost feels like part of this like. From what I could tell, the original Black had a similar type of uh, Gorum and the basic of like, oh, there's this, the, 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 we have a creation king monster that wants, they need a new creation king and they're trying to create new ones. But this new one seems to have been partially, I don't know if this is true, I have no way of knowing, but it almost feels like they looked at some of the unrest going on in America and went, yeah, all right, we'll put that in. Yeah, especially with the George uh, around the George Floyd time is when I could see this, the inspiration for this having come out. It it really does feel like that a little bit. And it's it's well done so far. Yeah, like it it is it is not like in poor taste or anything. No, it it is a. They're they're. Uh, portrayal of this pseudo-civil rights movement is quite well done. Yeah. And it's also nice because it doesn't seem like they're trying to do the David Cage thing of, no, it's totally not about racism or sexism, I promise. No, I understand that we're using the literal uh, markers that were used during the civil rights movement, but it's not about racism. It's not. Yeah, yeah. they they just say racism in this show. Also in English. Yeah, the, the, the English right at the beginning, I'm like, oh. Yeah, well, I'm like, is this is this dubbed? No, it's I, just I was the actress. confused for a little bit. It's just the actress speaking in front of the UN in New York, L- yeah, apparently. Yeah, like it makes sense because like UN speech, like I, I I get it. It was just kind of jarring at the oh, beginning. Yeah. It came out of it felt like it came out of nowhere a little bit. Yeah, and yeah, we just also, like, that's a thing, because, like, I feel like there's def- definite, like, um, whatchamacallit, um, it's allegory, I don't, I don't think allegory is the word I'm looking for, but, like, Metaphor? no, like, a distinct, like, look at this, you know, like, teen child speaking to the UN when we have teen child speaking to the UN about climate change. Oh, okay, yeah, rep- I mean, it's literally kind of just, I don't think reference is the right phrase is it allegory it might be an allegory i don't know it's something yeah but that was very potent and i'm like ah just instead of climate change it's hey racism's bad racism's bad and there's this other race that have been here and they act like us and literally there's nothing wrong other than the fact that sometimes they turn into monsters yeah which may have been caused by just humans doing science shit so there might just be humans anyway i got that kingstone thing whatever that is yeah yeah we open up in like a flashback where where there is two children who i think are like 10 and 12 and one of them is having open chest surgery done to him with apparently no anesthesia you know you can't do that. You gotta like shove the kingstone in there to make to make the karate bugman. Yeah, but like, I why no anesthesia? Ah, <sighs> uh, be, because it was fifty, sixty years ago. I guess, but it is. 
the child actor they got for this scene did a very good job of, oh, this is a child who is literally being tortured with pain. Yeah. So I felt uncomfortable. (laughs) There's a lot that's uncomfortable and like, like the like violence and stuff is just like, it can be difficult to get through. Yeah. It's also, I, I don't think we've ever talked about it on air, but I can, I can talk about my theory. Okay. Um, so I don't know if it was just like my with the way I was watching it, but like it it seemed there was like a very distinct um like filming style where it's kind of got like the seventies eighties like film grain aesthetic going on, so it's it kind of looks like it's filmed in like that older style. Uh huh. And um, I f- for me personally like like horror movies of those times and stuff, anything like filmed with like that kind of like grainy like i guess like grainy realism or just like yeah, the, fil- the film grain yeah the film grain just like how it feels like the film's like dirty like that just makes things more effective to my mind yeah because it 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 puts an extra level of time period flavor right onto it where it's like oh yeah you could have seen this as like this is a someone was recording this like for informational thing Right, yeah. Yeah, it's also just, like, of that, like, horror movies of that particular era fuck me up, so it's, like, the same thing where it's done in that distinct style that fucks me up. That'll do it. I mean it real good, like, like it, it, it a good design choice, I agree with it, but I definitely think it plays towards making things feel more quote-unquote real. Yeah, no, they, it's... Like, it helps sell, like, the grittiness and stuff. Yeah. It, it it feels it feels grounded, I should say. It's like that it's like that specific style. I wanna say like you it's kinda of like, you know, in like Blade Runner time and how like that has like its specific It it's got a theming that yeah, it, it feels it to. feels like it feels like lived in and like worn. Yeah. It feels like a, a real place, I guess. Yeah. It doesn't have like that polish that like that like modern stuff has where like it's like the 4k or whatever and like everything looks so like clean and stuff shiny and clean and ready and new like actually the the as i'm sitting here thinking about it, it were they in tokyo i can't i'm not 100 percent sure i don't know if it was tokyo proper but but whatever city they're in they do a very good they spend a lot of time in not wealthy areas yeah and they do a very good job of making it look gritty and like an area like that would look. Yeah, there's definitely like shots where like it feels like it's got like the cyberpunk aesthetic going on where it's kind of like the rundown electric town vibe. Mm-hmm. Part of what's being described here is the fact that unlike Common Rider Amazons, which used a lot of the usual Common Rider crew and production staff, Kamen Rider Black Sun was done with a different crew entirely, most of them veterans who had worked with the writer, a man who worked on a lot of older Yakuza films. Not as in tied to the video game as we know it in the West, but the genre of Yakuza films. So it has that style of a 70s or 80s production because it's a lot of people who worked on those and a person who was striving for that as a more era-appropriate 
look at the topics that are covered in this series. This is also how it handles a lot of adult theming with a relatively deft hand. This is someone who's been in and out of crime fiction and has worked with a lot of touchy subjects and did the research, knew what they were doing to not step on things. I will also say that as much as Western fans look at it as a response to issues here, there are definitely protests and race riots and maybe not riots, but there have been very similar issues in and around Japan, especially through the Abe era. And it's very blatant that this was written as a critique of the former prime minister and his policies in a lot of ways. They even had the cigarette. I mean, she didn't sell cigarettes. She sold fucking ketamine. But the cigarette lady in the small shop that the guy goes up to the window to buy stuff from, having played Yakuza Zero, was like, oh, hey, cigarette shop. Yeah, I mean, like, if you don't eat the Century King bug stuff, you you do ketamine. If you, if you don't suckle at the Creation King's teats for his blue goo, you gotta take ketamine. But, like, it's not even just, like, blue goo, because, like, there's chunks in it. Yeah, because it's like a jelly. So yeah. It makes me. It makes me think of like uh, uh, not not jello pudding, but a fucking like a fruit jello fruit salad. I I now never want a jello fruit salad. <laughs> not even if it turns you into a karate bugman. Not even if it turns me into a karate bugman. I feel like if that would turn me into Karate Bugman, that is not the kind of Karate Bugman I would want to be. I would prefer the not um, body horror version. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure there would be another choice. <laughs> There's always a form of body horror with the common Rider Bugman. I have to say, they did a fucking fantastic job with the practical effects in this. Yeah. Like um, the the integration of CG into um like the transformations into like the they have all the monsters are like practical effect monsters so they're wearing costumes right. and it looks a little silly admittedly some of them do like in like the riot like I feel like I feel like all like their bad ideas went there the, like the fucking twin like the pair of siblings that are both sparrows that look yeah. like they just have fucking <laughs> well, Sparrow there's, heads. There's like the one like walrus looking dude. It's uh silly shit. But like but like the spider monster is like is super good. Spider monster's fantastic. The uh short gentleman who transforms into a giant yeti thing was good. That's pretty good. He basically just like turns into King from Tekken. It's good. It's real good. It is real good. It's like, I didn't realize it was him at first, and then he transformed back, and I'm like, oh, it's, oh, it's him. Okay, it's the little dude. All right. That makes a lot more sense now why he becomes the big thing. Because of course he would. Yeah. Because, uh, look, everybody loves their irony. Really do. Um, do you know what I want more of, though? In, in both um, Black and Shadow Moon's, like, Kaijin form... They get, like, these extra arms on their back. They need to do more with those extra arms. They do. The extra arms are great. I want I want some extra arm fights. They look like good stuff. I Honestly, and, like, I don't know what it says about me, but, like, oh, man, Shadow Moon design 
real good. I think it better than than just regular black design. It is. Well, I mean, I haven't seen either of them yet. Now that I'm thinking, like, I can't say. Oh, they are. Well, even even just like even just like the just like the kaijin form. I thought the shadow moon kaijin form looked better. I thought they looked the same. The Shadow Moon has, like, some, like, differences in, like, almost like a sleeker design. Huh. So, like, I'm not, I'm sitting, not sitting here saying they didn't, it's just I didn't, it didn't register to me, I guess. That's fair. It just, like, I think just, like, the lines and stuff look cleaner on the Shadow Moon design to me, so I'm more drawn towards that. I can see that, yeah. And, like, and, like, the, the... Whatever the Shadow Moon belt is, it's more symmetrical, which like oh yeah no I I liked better. I liked the Shadow Moon belt better. The gr- I liked the green more than I liked the little red gem. Yeah, I also like how it um how it like opens up at first and then it kind of like folds into itself to form like the belt. It's good stuff. Yeah, it's real good. A lot of good designs in the show so far. That's true. And yeah, it's also just all out too. You can just watch all ten episodes. They just dropped it. All. Which is, holy shit, just all 10, I, I, cause I keep doing the thing of like, oh, I'm gonna quit Amazon Prime, and they keep like, oh, but we'll give you another month, so I'm like, alright, fine. And I'm at the end, I'm getting to close to the end of that, so I need to actually just sit and watch all of this if I'm gonna watch it. Just gonna have to get through it now. That's true. Not, you know, not that we would condone such no, a thing of not that torrenting. I would, what are you talking about? It's for, it's, it's archival, it's archival purposes. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. just go ahead and if if you would, which we wouldn't suggest you do, go ahead and use promo code DECACAST when you check out with um private tunnel Fox VPN. <laughs> As if we have any sort of sponsorship. Uh, see, if I was smart, I would have come up with like a Gorm themed VPN and that would have been it, and then it would have been thematic. That would have worked, yeah. Also, just, like, why are, like, all, all like, the Shin Kamen Rider projects are just, like, what if we just put an evil organization right out there and no one acknowledges it? Because they've just always been there and they're like, no, we're just a political party. You got, yes, like, we're evil. Uh, was it, was it Nozama Pharmacies that was in, um, Amazon? Yep, Nozama Pharmacy, mm-hmm. Which, and then we have, and now we have the, the Gorum Political Party, who yeah. actually are in power and how are does the prime minister came from them which is like oh so they they've kind of already somewhat won yeah oh he's also a monster by the way oh i figured they're they're all monster well it showed him like in them in them like flashing his monster form at the end the prime minister yeah when he went with like his lady and like the the short guy and stuff that was him the guys in the cloaks? Yeah. No, that wasn't the Prime Minister. Are you sure? I don't think so. I think it was. We'd opened up with the surgery on the kids, and then apparently 50 years passes. Yeah. Which I did not expect it to be like, no, f- actual 50 years. I yeah, thought it was going to be like wild. a decade or something. It's like, no, 50 years ago. And uh, we come to the future where it's like oh there we've got two compo two competing uh protest marches one that is just literally hey get the kaijin out of here because racism and the other one which is hey literally just let us fucking live what the hell is wrong with you 
Yeah. So also known as the ones in the wrong and the ones in the right. Yeah, the ones who will be well looked at by history and the ones who won't. Yeah. Yeah, th- this is not a point where, where things are gray. There is a correct and incorrect side. Just a bit. Like, I know it's a hot take in 2022, but... um, Fuck racists. Also, there was, like, the bit where the when the lady's talking at the UN, she's also just like, and I have two moms. Fuck you. And I'm which like, is, cool. Which is randomly, all right. It is neat that there is a random homosexual relationship in this. Yeah. I'm down for it. I like that even in the dark world of Black Sun, that um, that there are still rights there. It's nice to see. Which which is the next bit after the the performing surgery on chi- on children? Yep. There there's a UN bit where the the lady is giving the speech. I I forget her name immediately. I say like. Okay, yeah. And she is given a speech. She's given her speech. Uh Well, then it's it's kind of like done around the same time with the with the like initial protest that's going on that you brought up. Yeah, that's true. And then, you know, one of the the kaijin, which is what the monster race is called, he gets frustrated and so just Yeah. He transforms and kind of kind of hits a hits a police officer that was restraining him. But uh, but then also gets murdered immediately after. So because he's he's a disgusting, disgusting fly. Ew! How nasty! We should it shouldn't exist like that. Ooh, it's disgusting. And so he rightfully gets pissed and tries to attack these people who are shitting on him. Yeah, and, and like one, he knocks away like one police officer, and he's like, "Oh shit, my bad." And, and he, then. He, Standing there with his hands up, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, please don't fucking shoot me. And then the cop just straight up murders him. Yeah. He gets shot a multiple of times. And, like, also, like, there's apparently, like, this one police officer that's, like, supposed to be, like, on Team Kaijin, but he's he's just bad at his job. Yeah, it felt like it's, like, he was the one that had... Yeah, so there's, like, the one trying to keep, like, the kaijin from, like, just murdering everybody. But but then he also just lets his co-worker, like, commit murder. Yeah, I'm not sure what he thought was gonna happen. I'm, like, it's well done because it's extremely frustrating and you want to just slap these people yourself. Very hard, yes. And, um, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, like, what what is going to go on with that if if it's going to like continue to like keep up that kind of like side plot as it goes through or if we're just going to forget about it and talk about century kings or creation kings i have no idea it's i i'm wondering if the cop is going to come back at all ever or if he's just well, no, obviously he was put on paid leave for a little bit. I guess. That's how things work. I just put on... Nah. Hate it. 
Well, no, the cop, the, the, the murderer cop, got away with it because it's it was it was self defense. So why would he get put on? Uh, why would he get put on probation? It's just self defense, <sighs> right? It was, it was too real, just like the exact way yeah. it played out. Yeah, it was, it was fucking... really good. It was really good, like it was directing. Up, it's upsetting how good it is. Cause it's yeah, like, fuck. Yeah, it, it would be very easy to just make the kaijin something else and it just be a real thing which is depressing mm-hmm such is the state of the world yeah yeah and at this point i'm sure sybil has gone ahead and put in a content warning beforehand hopefully yeah because uh she's on it she's Black a very Sun good editor is needs it yeah and not just because of ripping heads off. No, it is just, it is a very, it deals with a lot of delicate matters. Yeah, so it, far in a good way. Like, it, it, del- yeah. it no, I, I should not say in a good way. That is the wrong phrasing I want to use. It is, it is dealing with delicate matters with the gravitas they deserve, even if that gravitas is upsetting. Yeah, it doesn't come off as, like, disrespectful. Not in the least. During that um, uh, protest, at the end of it, our uh, common writer guy, Kataro, Kataro sounds right. Yeah, Kataro, he's just like eating some noodles and then comes out of the shop and kind of just like walks through it in the end. He's doing the thing. It's, it is doing a very good job of showing like, all right, here is our main protagonist. He doesn't give a shit at the moment. Yeah. Well, he's he's had like 50 years of just being over this crap. Probably escaped, and then we don't know how or anything, but it feels like he escaped, and then it's like, all right, now I'm fucking done with this. Goodbye. Yeah. And he's just surviving as he can. Yeah. The broad strokes of the rest of the episode are kind of like, um, Owie has a meeting with, like, the Prime Minister to talk about, um, Kaijin rights. We kind of follow her as she returns back from the UN and deals more with, like, kaijin issue stuff she comes back and has that we go we see her go back to school and it is nice to see that like her entire school is behind her and supports her yeah and they're all super proud of her like yeah no shit our girl went to the un and spoke to them did good of course at that time then we have our delightful the, the protesters come back to protest outside the school which feels oh that's that infuriates me yeah it's infuriating it feels like it should be illegal they go into a bit with the prime minister where um they kind of talk about like this this generational thing where what what seems to be like friction between like the older generation the new generation just like no fuck you that's dumb I think it's interesting to kind of see, to show like that, just like that generational difference where like, quote unquote, the first generation living with the Kaijin and those people are more just like, yeah, no, like it's, it's fine. Yeah. It's a situation where it's, the kids are all right. Yeah. They're, they're looking at it like, no, it's, that's just life, man. They're fine. And all the old adults like, no. They're not human, therefore bad. I feel like that might be like a 
might be like a very distinct Japanese thing too. Yeah, the the fit sense of the other. Yeah. Or just like just like with like the older generation being stuck in their ways, I feel like you could I I at least could maybe make a very like dotted line to kind of some of the same things in Shin Godzilla. Yeah, I could definitely see that. There did seem to be some younger people in the, you know, anti-kaijin, but it did mm-hmm. mostly seem to be uh older people, like adults. Right. right. It, it it was it was the PTA crowd. Fucking people that would be in the HOA that get pissed off yeah. at you. Yeah, or the HOA. I said it off air. It feels like the bit in Lake of Dragon where there's protesters. Yeah, although they're they're protesting sex work, which is they're doing it the wrong way. Look, I understand it's a different thing, but also fuck those guys in Lake of Dragon. Fuck those guys here. Yeah, they're not great. Just let people fucking live their lives if they're not hurting anybody. Yeah, I really hope we get, like, a montage in, like, the next game where, like, we see him catch up on all the Dragon Quest games he missed. Oh, that would be fantastic. Like, I just want a bit where he's just like, holy shit, guys, Dragon Quest, like, 11. I didn't know Dragon Quest 11 had Dragon Guard people on it. That's hilarious to me. Because what? (laughs) The producer... Dragon Quest Eleven worked on Dragon Guard. Oh, on Dragon Guard. Oh, okay, yeah, that's silly. That's hilarious to me. Just a bit, yeah. Oh, and then we have the nice thing where uh, we have our the the fluff piece that's being done on Dragon Quest's composer, or whether that's already been done or whatever. The Koichi Sugiyama handjob piece ran in August. It was a drama that featured the live-action gentleman who played Gintama as Sugiyama. I'm not sure I want to know about that. Um, he... So, the, the main composer for Dragon Quest, you know, the guy who did that dun 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 yeah. dun dun yeah. Um, he denies a bunch of Japanese war crimes. He's super, he was super conservative. Um... Gross. Nan, the Nanking massacre didn't happen. All the type of that type of shit. He was he's a monster. Fuck that person. And then now they're they're doing a fluff piece on him in Japan because he's dead and he's the fucking main composer of Dragon Quest. Well, fuck him. Doesn't need a fluff piece because we did lose noted good person Reiko Kodama who did, like, Fancy Star and, like, all the dope shit. Oh, yeah. Didn't she, like, die back in May and they just didn't say anything out of respect? Yeah, they didn't say anything and they put a tribute in the new uh, Genesis classic. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. Much better than just saying shit to people. Who, you know, you know speaking of people we should talk to who... People we should talk about who are dope people in the video game industry... Uh, was her. Yeah, she is great. Um, I mean, so like Alex Kidd, Fantasy Star, Sonic, you know, Skies of Arcadia, Seventh Dragon. A lot of good old stuff. Yeah. Right. I, we got off track, but A little bit. We, we got back. So we had him talking. Uh, we saw the 
Creation King, which is this giant fucking pregnant looking bugman locust thing. Yeah, it's a giant like grasshopper locust thing. It's got like teats that have a milking machine attached to it that they're getting this blue liquid out of. That they call heaven. Don't forget that it's called heaven. It's just so on, like, it's so, like, evil organization. It's super evil organization. Like, it, 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 it is stereotyped in a way that works. Yeah. It's just, like, the, the your gut response is just, really, that's what they're calling it? And it's like, yep, yep, of course, of course that's what they're calling it. Because they're, they're evil organization Gorum. Of course they're going to call the blue bug juice, the blue bug tit juice, heaven. And then that's where we first see Shadow Moon, who is crucified. He's not crucified, but he is he he is strung up in like he's strung up in like like the cross position. Yeah, because uh, he has not act technically had anything put into his hands and feet. He's just strung up. Yeah, Gorum is holding him because apparently they think he knows where the Kingstone is. Whatever that is, which I believe we saw get inserted into the children at the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I think he also has a kingstone in him, so he has it along with uh, Kataro. But along with Aoi, who just has it on a necklace, we find out later. Which, or that's a kingstone. I, I, man, I don't know what a kingstone, what, what the kingstone is even. Because we had that it's, kingstone in the beginning, and then we have... It's the MacGuffin. Yeah, it is, it is the magical MacGuffin, that's for damn sure. Uh, I, I feel like, like, original show proper, it's like, it's it's the bit plugged into the belt that lets you do the Karate Bugman things. Yep, just about. We have a scene that shows there is some divisions in Gorum, because you've got the head, and then, all of course, all his underlings are fighting amongst one another, because of course they are. Right. Kataro, he gets, when he goes and visits to get more ketamine. Yeah, he he's like an odd job guy, so he just like... Does whatever. Does whatever to get money. Including assassinations, apparently. Of children. Of children, yeah, because this, this nice old lady who he buys ketamine from is like, oh yeah, there there's a... Uh, here take this picture nobody wants this job i guess because nobody wants to kill kids and it is Aoi, and it's like oh yeah go kill her and he i guess takes it yep and we have also Aoi leaving school i i'm i assume it's the same day that the protesters came because they're out there and they're harassing her because she was on tv yes uh, she runs away onto bus with her friend who is a kaijin, um, and there's a guy on there doing the kaijin racism of, oh, you let these guys on the bus? Which is, yeah. um, I, I was half expecting him to do the fucking, why don't you go sit at the back? But I guess they weren't going to be that crass about it. No, not, not in the first episode. Yeah, not like the lynching that we've heard about that happens later. Um, I, I just now heard about that. Oh yeah, Sybil talked about it. Um, I I thought I thought that spoiler was in reference to Amazon's talking about the cannibalism. No, I, guess I misread it. No, it's just, it's it was a hey, 
It was a, uh, hey, Amazons does not have the warning in episode two of, hey, watch out, there's a fucking actual lynching. So yeah, she, uh, Awe leaves school, gets hassled. I, I forget why they start going after Awe. Why they start looking for her? The, because the, because Gorum wants to. Yeah, but there's something that triggers it. Like, there's something that triggers their interest in her, and I forget what I it is. I think it's... I thought it was just because, like, there's, like, the the Sentry King's dying, so, like, all this stuff's coming to light. Not sure. Something triggers their interest in her. I could probably look it up later. So, uh, they send our first monster spider dude after her. They He meets her on the road, and Kaito is behind her, because he's like, I guess he's gonna kill her. We're gonna attempt to kill her. Um, and it ends up happening that she gets, Aoi gets kind of knocked to the side, and Kaito, before he kills her, sees that she has, I guess, a kingstone or something around her neck that reacts yeah. and causes all the other kaijin to, like, halfway lose control of their transformation. To back that up slightly, so, like, Agorum sends the spider kaijin after her, the spider kaijin, like, knocks her away, and then, yeah, Kataro's in the back, comes up, is going to kill her. But then he sees the stone that starts reacting. And then I think it's I think it's like him reawakening as Black Sun, which then causes everybody else to kind of like flash their Kaijin form. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Because at because at the end when Shadow Moon meets up with him, they talk about it's like, where the fuck have you been fifty years to just like come back out of nowhere? It's like, no, fuck off. That it's I don't care. <laughs> Just let me do do my ketamine. Just let me live inside an abandoned subway and do ketamine instead of drinking m- bug milk. That's a fucking line. Also known as heaven. S- sucking on bug teats. Also known as heaven. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So Kaito transforms into Black Sun and proceeds to wipe the ever-living wipe the floor with our spider monster so there's the first part where like the spider monster like shoves one of its like claw things into his back and he's kind of just and like kind of just like sitting there and then the spider guy like tries jamming it in more and then it kind of just like breaks off and like blows up well i did i didn't think he was trying to jab it in more i thought he had jabbed it in and then the, he doesn't Kitaro doesn't respond so he tries to pull it out but he's like flexing his muscles so that he can't get it out and he just and he has to break it yeah because then like that's where it shows like these like these back arms that Kitaro gets in his, in his like common rider form it's just uh I'm not entirely sure what they're supposed to be but they are little back limbs yeah yeah, they're they're sweet back arms. They don't get used yet, but I hope they do. Hopefully. Or maybe they become some other sort of little accessory when he uh transforms. Maybe. But uh yeah, so he proceeds to wipe the floor with the spider. Um and it is it is visceral in a way I did not expect. <laughs> and it is gory. Like I I was already sitting here going, okay, yeah, you know, we've seen Amazons is is pretty gory. I so I I think like so like Amazons like I feel like a lot of the Amazons gore was like a lot of CG, so like there was kind of the 
the, um, the unrealness of it. Yeah, what's the thing where like things like as things start to get look closer to real? Oh, the uh, uncanny uncanny valley. valley. Yeah, like I feel like Amazon's had a lot of uncanny valley with its violence, so it didn't like have like the effect of it. Yeah, like, but it, I it, feel it, like with just like the the film grain and stuff with this, it looks a whole lot more real. Yeah, it's. And the way they imp- implement the practical effects on top of the CG really works. Because it's... Sakaito punches into the spider monster, grabs its intestines, and starts to disembowel it slowly. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the part where the spider tries to run away, and he just pulls on the intestine to pull him back. And the guys, they're like, oh, God, no, no, I'm trying to get away. Blah, and start spitting up blood. It's like, oh, God, this is. I like I felt bad for the spider. Yeah. Like it's he's the monster. He's the villain. But I'm sitting there going, oh, no, no. Oh, oh, no. This is really not pleasant. Yeah. If you're not used to, to gore or handle it well, it's a real rough scene to watch. Uh, then he does. Does he punch him away? Or I can't remember. It's because he he does something and it's has it there. And then... oh, he tries to like yeah punch him with the claw, and then like he just like grab a katara like grabs and breaks off the arm. Right, he breaks that off, and then like puts it puts the spider guy in a headlock, and then proceeds to slowly tear off his head. Yeah, he does. And it is it is very obvious, like, no, this isn't an easy just, like, pop goes the weasel type of thing. It's like, no, this is a slow, painful tear that the guy is, that the spider is probably conscious for, for until the head is off. And possibly even then some. Yeah, because it's true, because the head does the, well, I mean, it's not human, but uh, fun fact... When a human is decapitated, the head stays alive for about five minutes I, before I, finishing its death. That, that's info I don't like knowing. It's some wonderful info. And, uh, yeah, so he tears that off, and this entire time, Kaito has... it. He definitely does not seem Kitaro. conscious. Did I call him Kitaro? Kaito? You called him Kaito. What is his name? Kitaro. Kitaro? Yeah. I've got too many Japanese names in my fucking brain. Names are hard. They are, especially when it's a non-natural or non-native language. Um, like, I'm not even good with like names in like in like my country, let alone other countries. Yeah. Uh, but so Kitaro. Is he's he d- he does not seem to be conscious. Like this transformation seemed to almost have been an instinctual reaction, and then he is not aware of what he's doing because he comes out of it and he drops the spider guy's head after like stalking towards Aoi, and yeah. almost seems like what he, he's kind of he like he's like oh shit I had a, I had a head in my hand. It almost, it doesn't feel like, at least to me, it did not feel like this is a first time thing that he's like, oh god, what the fuck is this? It almost felt like, oh, it happened again, shit. Yeah, it, it's, it, yeah, it feels like the, like, oh, it's, 
it's been a bit since I've done that. And so, uh, he, he's, he's, well, as he was stalking towards LA, of course she faints because of fucking course you would. Right. Um, and her friend who had been with her, which was the little Kaijin boy, the littlest Kaijin boy, um, he, he can't do much because he had gotten punched into a wall earlier. So he's just kind of there moaning, oh, as Kaito picks her up and carries her off away to his subway. Yeah. And then, like, during this bit, Shadow Moon, like, breaks away and just, like, steals a bunch of heaven and leaves his cap- captivity doing some murder. Which I find very fu- it, it It seems to imply to me that he could have broken out at any time and was just choosing not to. Yeah, I feel like he was just bored. Which is a fun bit. He breaks out and is... Uh, makes his way out of I, what I can only imagine is a Gorum facility. Yeah. And kills the guy who had been taunting him earlier about... Honestly, it's probably not even a facility. It's just, like, their, their party building. Yeah, probably. Uh, he makes his way out, kills the guy who had been, like, it seemed like had been either his main jailer or at least the one who had been feeding him. Right. Um, and then just makes his way out. We see Kaito come back to his... Kitaro. Kita- Kaito, Kitaro. Why do I keep calling him Kaito? I don't... Is there, like, a show with a Kaito in it right now that... Have you been watching something with a Kaito? Is there a Kaito and Getter Robo? I started reading Getter Robo. No, that's Ryu. I don't know where I'm getting the name Kaito. It'll solidify in my brain at some point. So we see him come back to his subway and drop her down. And oh, hey, Nobuhiku, or the other uh, guy is there. It's like, hey, we should finish that fight that we had. And we should kill the Creation King, because that's what she would want. Forget what her name was. Yuriko? Yuriko? Yuriko, yeah. Yuriko? Yeah, we should go do this and kill the Creation King, because that's what Yuriko wants. And his response is just, nah, fuck it, it's got nothing to do with me, fuck off. He's like, I don't want to do that, I don't want to take your drugs, because Shadow Moon like, throws like some heaven at him, he's like, you know, you'd be fine if you just took this real quick. Yeah, he's like, man... It's been 50 years, and it looks like shit. You look like shit. You're not supposed to be this old. You know, if you had some heaven like I had, you'd be you'd be looking just fine. But of course, he doesn't take it, because we gotta do our lone wolf thing for now. Yeah. And then, like, they, like, go off somewhere, and, like, Aoi wakes up and sees the heaven, and then it just kind of ends there yeah and i'm sitting here going i kind of just want to sit and watch the other eight nine episodes man i want to sit down and binge this yep because wow it's a hell of a strong opening yeah it is it is definitely a first episode is it's got just enough going on to get you invested in like all right yep no we can see Someone that had watched Black coming into this and being like, oh, yeah, no, it's it seems to be a fairly good read adaptation. Yeah. We'll just have to see if this uh, if Black Sun also throws a puppy at some point. <laughs> I, I'd be OK if it didn't. 
yeah, but that's that scene's so fun. It's like, oh, save the puppy, and then we just chuck it in the air. It must be an evil plot by Gorum. It must be. But yeah, that's the first episode of Black Sun, and that is... Hmm. Gonna want to keep watching that a lot. Yeah. We should actually be able to do proper Blade episodes. Oh, I can't wait to talk about how Garen sucks. I mean, I'll have to watch the episodes. I have been... You should really watch the episodes. I really Sucks should. so bad. That it's, that it has been a combination of work, and then the mic, and then everything happened, and it's just, oh, great. Yay. Blade is still really good so far. That's good. But until then, uh, we're a podcast on the internet at journeythroughthedeckcast.com, where there are links to all sorts of things. There's, like, Twitters and stuff, things like that. Twitter, Twitter sucks, though. Fuck Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Especially now. More so than normal. Like, there's the part of me that's like, haha, the court forced you to go through with your stupid purchase. But then it's like, also, oh, right, now he owns Twitter. Great. <laughs> so I'm looking sucks. forward to him trying to change rules that get him in trouble with the federal government. Um, <laughs> yep. Dumb piece of shit that he is. You know, until next time, we're passing through podcast. Remember that, etc., etc. Goodbye. Bye. We'll be back with something. Good night. Bye.